you guys gonna get? What is good here? Just do the buffet. Great thing is that buffet include everything. We have an omelette station. Oh, jeez. I was looking at that buffet option, and then you just go up there and you just go crazy. I like that. You know that what I mean? sounds really good. And today's the day to fill up, man. Oh. Oh my god. You know. Speaking of sketchy individuals, cheers to you, buddy. Let's hey, do that. <laughs> Thank you guys for being hey, here. Hey, this is a nice this morning is breakfast. Mr. John Bird and Sarah. That's it. Grammy Day, baby. Welcome to part two of Who is John Burke? This episode is called The Breakfast, simply because this is us sitting down with John Burke just hours before he walks the red carpet on the world's greatest musical stage. This is the Going Solo Podcast. Hello, my name is Matthew Mayer. A couple things before we start this episode. Number one, we're in a public place, so you're going to realize that it's a little more noisy than past, but we've tried to cut out the background noise as best as possible. And number two, just keep in mind, what John and his girlfriend Sarah must be going through as they literally sit down with us just hours before they find out whether or not John Burke takes home the best New Age album at the 59th Annual Grammy Awards. Now, if you haven't listened to part one of my interview with John, I would encourage you to do so. It will definitely give you some good context to this conversation. So to give you a picture of where we are, it's a Sunday morning in February, and my wife Kathy and I are walking a couple blocks from our hotel in downtown Los Angeles to meet John and his girlfriend, Sarah, for breakfast at their hotel. We are just blocks away from the Staples Center in which you can feel the buzz of where millions of people around the world will soon tune in to watch the Grammy Awards that night. Now, what you may not know with the Grammys is there are actually two Grammy Awards shows that happen on this day. The first show is known among the music world as, quote, the real Grammys. This is where the majority of the Grammy Awards are announced by notables in the industry. What the majority of people see is when you watch the Grammy Awards on TV, you really only see a small number of the categories. This would include Best Album, Best New Artist, etc. At the pre-show, aka the real Grammys, this is where they announce the many other category winners, including Best New Age Album, the one that John is up for. The real Grammys start at 1.30pm. It is close to 8 a.m. in the morning when we get to the hotel and sit down with John and Sarah to start a day that undoubtedly both of them will never forget. After going through the buffet line, we sit down and John starts off showing us a picture on his phone of cookies that his church had just texted him minutes before we met that morning. I accompany you to church as well, and that's kind of like my steady gig. And this this morning, they sent, so every morning they do like cookies. They bake cookies between each service. There's like a, a oh, traditional nice. service and then yeah. a contemporary, and they have cookies out and everything. And there's like the cookie brigade. They basically just go out and buy Publix cookies, but this time they made like custom cookies. And look at that. Oh my God. They Are made custom cookies. And that's my that's album. album. And that's the Grammy Lom, and that's like the day of it. They Isn't that amazing? They, they said, you. check out today's cookies. And I'm just, I was so blown away when I saw that. that is Dude, that's awesome. Isn't that great? Oh, Those yeah. Those take time. Those, that's yeah. not a joke yeah, there. That's that's like a little piano and that's a little Grammy thing, right? The little gramophone and like piano. Dude, and whenever I did my album release concert at their church, they baked a cake with origin on it. Oh wow. The whole the whole album cover, man. It was I was just so just like blown away when I saw that. Now they have the cookies, so well and I've seen other pictures on there too. It just seems like they are so like oh my gosh. sending you off they yeah, seriously are. And circumstance. they really are and they, they made like a little piece you yeah. know like they're they're all like holding his hand 
Now that's Sarah, John's girlfriend, giving us the other perspective of what she sees John is going through. I think one of the best parts actually is we learned that his Nana is getting together with her best friend Mary and they're having a sleepover so that they can watch the Grammys together. Oh yeah. And they're gonna watch and they're gonna watch the live stream going on today. And they're like she says, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get my PJs, we got pizza, we have wine and so my my grandfather he passed away about two or three years ago and this woman who's named Mary, her husband passed away around the same time. So she and Nana actually got connected through a mutual friend saying, Hey, this is so they become like best friends like best friends yeah it's and they're, wonderful they're forming their whole day around yeah around just around the event. Grammys man they're going to have wine <laughs> around not only the Grammys but John Burke I know right I was, just, I was amazed so it's, it's been so cool you know and no matter like the results like it's just from all the love that's come around in all corners and just being here yeah. it's just been oh. so so great for, for my career you know it's even before we started to get into what he has been going through this weekend this is typical John Starting out the conversation not talking about him, but talking about the people supporting him and what they are doing. You can tell by how he not only recognizes his support system, but illustrates in his unique way the gratitude he has for his fans. We then get into the specifics of the weekend, and I ask him about the Grammy nomination dinner that he attended the night before. How was your? So you had a nomination dinner last night. Yeah, and it was pretty good. It was, was very it? loud. Was it was, it? Yeah, it was at um, it was at this place called the Abel. It looked swanky. It was super yeah, swanky. It looked swanky. It was really cool because they had like you could knock out everything you needed to do as a nominee. Like they said, okay, here come come pick up your medallion. And I even got like this little box thing that you could buy to like present it and stuff. And I said, yeah. hey, why not? You know, it was insanely expensive, but I thought, well, whatever, I'll get it. Um, so I got that, and then you go get your picture taken with your medallion. They did one of me, and then me and Sarah. And so I got to see a lot of people. Like you know, White Sun came a little later. Yep. Um, and then I got to see some folks from Atlanta, friend of mine. Were they there? Tina Guo was there. I got to meet Tina Guo. Nice. It feels cool to be like you know a nominee, but to see such talent is so yeah. humbling. And impressive, yeah. where you just honestly, I said, well, I'm done with my career, you know, there. <laughs> but the food last night was really good. They had lots of it. Lots of meat choices. They had an entire seafood oh, lines of oh, meat choices. They had like crab and shrimp oh, and fish and, and oysters. And I mean, I don't even know. It was like this guy standing in the center, and he's completely surrounded, helping people serve themselves by seafood. Oh, it. also last night, like also the servers at the, at the at the stations too. Like there was this one guy, and he looked straight out of a movie. Like like this beautiful Italian. Oh man! And so I said to like Sarah, John held my arm, and he was like, "Oh my God, he's so pretty." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, and he was just like this. I am ready to feed you. And I said, oh, make me a plate, please. Gosh, <laughs> so attractive. Feed me with your biceps. Oh, man, it's so good. He's <laughs> so cute. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was good. We left a little before it ended. Oh, it ended yeah. about yeah, nine. Awesome. Uh, but we got to see a lot of people. I got to talk with Adam Berry from White Sun, nice. who is an amazing guy and so prolific. He's been composing for like 20 years. Guru Jas was there with her da- daughter, I think. Yeah. It was her daughter was there, her husband was there. Anyway, they were all there and they all had their medallions and they're just the nicest people I've okay. ever met. They were so cool. 
Yeah. So when you got that medallion, though, you know they take they start taking your picture. Mm -hmm. I think it was a Tiffany box. It was a Tiffany right? box, and I, mean, I even I even got the upgrade. Anytime you get something in a Tiffany box. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, let's yeah. be real. Literally the first thing I've ever owned from Tiffany. You know, right. so that's literally the only first thing. Um, probably touched, but it and they had this little box that like presents it, and it was insanely overpriced. But I said, well, I'm gonna buy it. Of course, I'm gonna buy it. So yeah, it just was gorgeous. Cause, oh, yeah, like it's high amazing. High gloss and a oh, gramophone yeah. on the top cover, and of it's course. like solid wood, mm -hmm. and it's made by Tiffany too. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they said, just give us your credit card number. He's like, how fast Take can it. I get this out? Can I get this here? So it was. I mean, that was so cool to get that, and then to know that my name was on that list. You know, they say John Burke, and in fact, there are two John Burks that were nominated, spelt the same way. You know, John Burke, who I think he did like composing for a visual soundtrack or something, or yep. something like that, and then me in New Age. But to be on that list and to get that medallion and then have people come up to you and say, hey, congratulations, you know, um, that, that, yeah, that was, that was another one of those moments, you know, it was incredible. I now get into what exactly is he feeling today? knowing that only a couple of hours from now, he is going to the biggest musical show on earth. And during my question, you'll hear the waiter bring by ketchup. Day of, here we are, breakfast. Mm -hmm. Breakfast time, man. We're yeah. about to walk the red carpet. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. I mean, ketchup's being delivered in very quaint little shot glasses. <laughs> Those shot glasses, you know, take a shot of ketchup. I mean, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Just. Has it hit you what today is for you? Honestly, um, kind of, in, in waves, right? And it's come up in these stuff that we've done this weekend, right? So one, with all the activity on Facebook, you know, you and I are connected to so yeah, many different absolutely. people, and to see all these pictures being posted, like the biggest parts have been whenever I was at the brunch. Yeah. Someone taps me on the shoulder and says, John, congratulations. And I don't know who they are. Because, or I don't recognize them immediately, right. you know? Um, it's just really cool to that go to a different city and oh, someone yeah. says, to, yeah, across the country. And then someone recognizes you and says, hey, you got nominated for a Grammy, congratulations. That is so cool. I asked John if he has his potential acceptance speech written out. I don't have a speech written out, but I have it instructed. You know, like I'm gonna say this, yeah. and then this, and then this. And, you know, and I don't wanna be, oh yes. <laughs> That's number Sarah, one. your name has to be on there. Oh, I mean. oh gosh! Oh, thanks for the reminder. I'll make sure to put it on there. Yeah, no. Wait, hold on. Have yeah. to reconstruct it. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, I've thought I've thought about it, and I have every night I've fallen asleep to the fantasy of hearing my name being called, and walking up and by all those people, and getting my award. Every single night I've had that fantasy since uh, since I got nominated. You know, it's just because when you get nominated, you know, I tried so hard to get nominated, yes. And um, a part of me did expect it. Oh, I'm still working. Thank you. A part of me did expect to get it. So when I saw my name, it was, I don't want to sound like cocky or anything, but when I saw it, I was like, okay, that makes sense because I worked so hard. But still, I was in just. If you're going to do this process, mm -hmm. you have to put it all out there. And you have to tell yourself it's going to You have to tell happen. yourself. And mm -hmm. I think that's why. For folks that unfortunately don't make the nomination list, that's why it is so hard. Oh yeah, I think how late did I stay up some nights until like two, and that yeah. was like for weeks, for yeah. weeks. I, I did the same. Yeah, thing. man, it, just for weeks, emailing, connecting on Facebook, sharing it out. Um, it was exhausting. So you know exactly what the process was. So to have that come in to see your name, that, that was really rewarding. You oh, know, yeah. it was such a return, and even. If the nomin I think we talked about this too, whether the nomination happened or not, the whole process, it's not like it just, you did all that with no return. 
it was an immense amount of return. And I think the best thing was, honestly, having people know about you. Yeah. You know, being connected in this community. Going to this, like, going to the brunch and people saying. And that thumping that you're hearing? Well, that's John's hand. He's an animated talker. He likes to talk with his hands, and he pounds with his hands. And finally, Sarah said, hey, stop pounding the table. Whose music you know and who you admire musically, like... Oh, I'm so sorry, I know. You're not the only person who's told me. I've been, I went to NPR, I did an interview at NPR, and I just kept doing this, bam, and then she said, stop, stop, stop. Like, oh, that okay. is so funny. Yeah, so you're not the only person who's told me to stop doing that. Well, you're passionate. You're very passionate. Fervent, fervent people. And going back to the speech, like, you know, the like the likelihood of my winning, I mean, we've got Inya up against me. We've got White Sun, who knows tons of people. We've got 12-time nominee Peter Cater. You know, so if I'd be real with myself, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to win. You know, it's, it's probably pretty unlikely. But you know what? I love living that fantasy. And even if it doesn't happen, like now that I've met White Sun and I've met oh, yeah. Tina and I, and I respect Inya and I respect Vangelis, you know, it really is. Everyone's been telling me this, and it hasn't really hit me until this weekend that a nomination is like way harder than getting a win, and a win is literally just icing on the cake. Yeah. A nominee is something you can hold on to for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, and I don't know. It's just like being accepted into all of this, you know, because you're part of this community, being for accepted sure. into this reception last night, into this brunch. You know, your your name's on a list somewhere. So that's. That's the way I feel. I've got something prepared, but it's okay. I just feel like a winner. In this moment, I ask him a question I had asked in my first interview with him, which was, what advice would he give to artists, especially ones that don't have a manager or agent like John? Is this all really possible? The best thing I can say, one, to start, is there is yes way. It's totally possible. Yeah. And you know, I just did a concert at a university in... Georgia the other day awesome. yeah oh it was great and what I told them afterward because they're all budding musicians they all and a lot of them are like way more talented than I will ever be and I and I didn't want to sound like at all cocky or pompous but I said you know there is totally a possibility of becoming like well-known or becoming successful in your career because you know I'm living proof I'm I'm a weird guy who has like lives in a, has a little studio apartment no a little studio in my apartment in Atlanta um, and I'm really not anything too special beyond like your talents, you know, like you guys know a lot more music than I do, but I'm still living proof that with hard work, grassroots work, and a lot of investigative like marketing and strategizing, yes. like it's just, it's totally possible, you know, but the biggest thing you have to do is just persevere. And I'm, I, I have struggled with that. You know, yeah. you will definitely be told no many more times than yes. You will be disappointed. It's inevitable. And you, I mean, you've come up against we then get into the other side of the coin that comes with notoriety, the not-so-kind side, the hearing mean things from people you don't know side. This is a real side that many face. At the highest level of stardom, a side that must be dark and beyond hurtful. But John, just stepping into the limelight, reveals his true response to starting to receive this feedback. You know, not all of your fan mail is our fans, right? I no, mean, I've had, had some, some mean people. <laughs> you've had some mean people, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, especially how, since the nomination. And how do you focus your pursuit through that? Because you can ask Sarah. Like, I was, 
you know, with the nomination, through the whole process, you're, there's an outpouring of love from people that support yeah. you. Yeah. Just, it's immense. It's overwhelming. If one dude writes you a mean email, it will ruin your day. It will take all of yeah. that validating love and, and credit and support, and it will just make it vanish. It's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, so someone, because before because I... it's not just a slight, like... It's not a passive aggressive. It's a. It's like a direct. Thing. You it's do cutting. like some guy it's said. Cutting. Yeah, he says you don't deserve this at all. You know, some dude said that. So I was just. It's just awful. Yeah, it's just awful. Absolutely. And so, you know, one thing that you know, growing up as a musician, and I had been in that level of my musicianship where I had gotten criticism, but it was never negative like that. It was yeah. never like something that harsh. You know, so I was able to like take it well and use it, yeah. use it for myself. But I, everything had been positive to, up to that point. Yep. And you always learn that, hey, there's going to be some haters. There are going to be people that are against you. And I said, yeah, sure, but I, I only accepted that up until here. There was like this veil that I had for me. I only accepted it up until here. But when it actually happened, it just it hit you. It hits you a lot harder. And so when you're told that, you have to really put yourself in that mindset. What would it be like to get like something so terribly written about you, or so yeah. something terribly said about you? Yeah. You know. So having it happen, I mean, it was for like several days. I was I was down and out, man. I, I thought I was. I just I don't know. But I then shift the conversation over to Sarah, and little did I know some of the most insightful perspectives would come from her. How many years have you guys known each other? Uh, close to two years. Close to two years. Yeah, so not, you not knew him long. before this entire process. Yeah. And you have firsthand seen the day-to-day, the demands. How has that been for you? Well, uh, when John and I started, when we started dating, he had just submitted chirality. I remember that, yep. as far back as that. And I can that, tell that you... 2015. That was for, for 2015. Guys, right. <clears throat> but I saw John when he submitted Chirality and just thought like, ah, this will be fun. You know, like, let me just throw this in there. I can, so I will, and nothing's going to happen. And he said he never checked on it, didn't watch the Grammys, because he just didn't expect anything, so he didn't do anything. But then this year, he never stopped. He was, was relentless, and, and not just sitting at home and up until 2 a.m. emailing anyone who would listen, and I mean anyone. But he was still going to weddings and going to synagogues and going to church and booking other gigs and and working on plays. So he's learning more music, more new music than he can handle and emailing so many people. He was getting carpal tunnel and and I would just... But he just, he just never stopped. And the thing about John, I mean, the thing I think everyone loves about John is John is John is John is John all the time. Like he's always this, this loving, wonderful, animated person. So that's the biggest thing I saw, I guess, was that, that change from 2015 to 2016 and everything that he did, all the extra work that he put in and how he still was just John. You know, and I think That's people awesome. can read that in the emails that he sends. Oh yeah. You know, he wasn't just like, uh, you know, hey, insert name here. This is my submission. Please listen. Wasn't just template. You know, it. yeah, yeah. He... What Sarah is talking about here is how musicians contact other Grammy voting members during the voting process. When you have an album up for consideration, you want to get that album out to as many listeners as possible for them to consider when they submit their votes. The problem is, there are thousands of voters. And when you don't have the big budgets for mailing lists, what do you do? 
You do what John and so many other musicians do. You find out who they are and email them. One at a time. Over and over and over again. During the first round voting process, it is not uncommon for musicians to stay up just contacting people 20 hours a day. I know. I too had an album up for consideration during the same time. And for three weeks, I averaged going to bed at 2 in the morning every morning. Waking up at 6 to go to my 8 to 5 day job and then get back to my home office to keep contacting people. It's exhausting. As my wife Kathy can attest to. Yeah, you're up until two in the morning. Yeah, eating M and M's, ma'am. It's funny because after this, lots. Matt's like, I think something happened to my body. <laughs> he wasn't sleeping, and not just physically, but like, yeah. but physically, like a couple months something. later, he's like, maybe it was during that process where I wasn't getting the good sleep that I needed. Something weird happened. Nutrition, he just nutrition, or you know, and just the anxiety and excitement. But but I was like, I, he was all in. Yeah, and that's that's you know that's the way I saw it. And two, you're listening to these people's music. Yeah. as well, so it's, it's, it's so much more than... I turn the conversation back to Sarah to ask her what it's like for her to see John receive this other side of the notoriety coin, those emails, those hurtful words. So when you see things like, you see him working so hard, and you see some things that aren't fair that happened to John during the process, what's your reaction to that, I guess? Uh, some of some of that's hard, you know, being... You just heard that glass crash down to the restaurant floor as I was asking her how she felt when she saw John receive these not-so-kind emails. It was almost magical that this would parallel her feelings of the ups and the crashing down during this process. Living together, you know, I was there for all of it. So... He would get, you know, compliment after compliment and, like, so many people praising him. And every time he read something good or got a good phone call, I mean, it, he, was, he was elated. You know, he was literally floating up higher and higher and higher. And then some jerk would come in and say something terrible and tell him, you're not worth it. You know, you don't yep. deserve it. You didn't earn it. And, and just like anything else, I mean, if you've, if you've got a ton of bricks coming down on top of you from the sky, no matter how high you were flying right before that, you're going to go down with it. Yep. And he did. So, I mean, I would, I would witness that. I'm going to cry a little bit. Yeah. So, you know, it's just hard. I, like, I fell with him, you know, and I, and I was lifted awesome. up with him. So, I mean, I would just sit on his lap and his computer and say, like, Okay, let's let's break this down and let's let's read through yeah. what this person said and let's just talk about it. That's that's all it took is let's let's talk about it and let's talk about how much that hurts and how much this person must also be hurting. Because they probably worked hard too and, and they probably put everything that they had and they didn't get it and they're sad, you know, they're they're a crushed soul and they wanna crush you. Yeah. And then we would turn the focus away and say, you know, let's look at something good again. Let's look at all of the wonderful things you've heard and let's talk about all the people who love you and support you and, and then let's leave it there, you know, in that yeah. place, you know. And, and it, was, it was hard for him to, you know, examine those terrible things and then try to shelve them. Yep. He, he, would, he would carry some of it with him for, for days and, and quietly, you know. Yep. Um, 
so it just took it just took a lot of a lot of patience and me just kind of observing him and trying to to see when I could step in and and do whatever I could to you know make sure his his shoulders stayed back and his chin stayed high and you know that's all I could do I love that I love that make sure your shoulders stay back and your chin stays high there is no doubt that John could have not had a better support system than Sarah she was really the best support I could have had. Yeah. You know, and it yeah. was just like that, just someone, because I think living all of that and having that experience, you know, is just to have someone partnered right along with you and feel yeah. what you feel, you know, and come yeah. at it from, at the same time, a different perspective and saying, you know, let's, okay, I'm down and out. You can't, you can't focus. You have no logic. You have no reason. So yeah. analyzing it and saying, let's see it from the other person's side, because it's true. There were a lot of people who were, who were sad and upset, yeah. you know, they were in new age and yeah. uh, they were trying, to, they did everything they could and they see this new guy come along. So yeah. it's understanding, you know, I think what it's, it's, it's understanding how they feel, you know, I just, I really appreciate you sharing that because it, I think it hits home so great and just respecting that process and it's up and today down. it's a celebration and i even saw like since then i've seen some other like negative things written you know or sent to me yeah. or whatever and each one has gotten easier to, to get over you know just feel one, like, like yeah blow them off you know right it's it's amazing when you have someone who knows you come in and say okay let's see it from a different angle and let's you know they validate what the way you feel absolutely you know but it's 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 like that you want to have someone saying let's think of it from this angle you know it's you need that i think everyone needs that especially artists you know and after a couple more table thumps i get some closing thoughts from john as he soon walks the red carpet when we walk the red carpet today like i'm going to stand on the red carpet and look at the tent i'm going to look at the reporters and everything that glass just little things like that are like closing the gap Sure, there's always going to be this, like, division in between me and, like, Adele. You know what I mean? But at the same time, the more you think about it, because you've been so exposed to how all this, all this process works, right? she's 26. Right. She's younger than both of us. You know, she's wildly popular. She has people emailing has, her mean things. She has so many haters. So many haters. Like, my comment was, like, nothing compared to what she probably gets on a daily basis. Thousands, maybe, you know? Um... But you're still, you find ways to just get closer to that and realize that, oh my God, this is something that even though I've dreamt about, like, it's, it's here. This is what it feels like. It's scary. It's terrifying because of being put into this limelight. Yeah. And, um, you know, but at the same time, it's, it's all started with one thing. And that's the same with these people. It all started when they get started with your passion of creating something or doing something. And so this is just the journey, you know, like here's, here's a, it's not the end of it, but here's a huge point. This is something that you're being rewarded by, yeah. you know, whether it took 10, 10, 15, 20 years, some people are even like getting a nomination they're like in their fifties and sixties, you yeah. know, like it's, that's a point in their life with like my hard work is paying off. That's right. Know? So that's, it's really rewarding. It's incredibly rewarding. Two, we're, we're leaving tomorrow because I've just got to get back to work. Yeah. I've got a musical I'm playing for. I have two musicals I'm playing for. I'm writing music for two shows. I've got, I have got. a project that I want to do this year. I want to submit again this year. Yeah. It's, it's going to be the biggest project I've ever done. And so, um, I love it. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, it's the awesome excitement of this weekend, but also realizing why you do the day-to-day. Yeah. So you get back and you just get back into the grind. You get back into it. Yeah. Because the grind is what brought you here. So you just can't, like, just climax and then just kind of like hang out. You know? Exactly. You just got to get back to it. 
you know, it's so. a great point. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when you reach this, it would be so easy for you guys to get back and be like, ah, oh. I mean, you, you want to celebrate it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Exactly. Part of me Lost wants to win and just retire yeah. and like, all right, I got to grab it. You know, yeah. so, like have a, a you'll flawless be, track record. Yeah. Flawless track record. Yeah, I know, right? Like, that part of me wants that. But at the same time, there's, I told that to Sarah and then she says, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Because it, that's where the true artistry comes out. Well, and I think it's a good point too, because it's not like you could achieve yeah. this and then that like, that quenches your dream thirst. It's probably pretty good thing to take in, but yeah. you're still going to create. Oh yeah. You're still going to do those things you love. Because you're just a machine. It's like you can't fight yourself. You can't yeah. fight yourself. I mean. And it's finally time for John and Sarah to get going. They have a date with the red carpet. Thank you guys. Yep. Thank you guys for coming here this early and oh, kicking things off. This is a great way to start the day. Oh, yeah. I'm pumped. Seriously. I am pumped it's now. It's just this is like a highlight of my day. Oh, my gosh. We're going to see each other at the ceremonies, all right? Yep. Ceremonies. All right, here we go. A couple of hours later, Kathy and I arrive at the red carpet. As we arrive, I look across the carpet and who do we see? John and Sarah. We just happen to walk the carpet together. John and Sarah spent a longer time on their walk being interviewed by the media, while Kathy and I find our seats in the Microsoft Theater. And finally, the time has come. After months of creating, contacting people, and being thrown into a whole new world, it is time for them to announce the winner of the Best New Age Album. And the Grammy goes to... White Sun. Kathy and I were sitting just two seats behind White Sun when they announced their names. Elated, they jumped up in excitement and cheered, and I captured on my phone a beautiful moment of them embracing as they make their walk to the stage. Shortly after, I texted John and said simply, You are a winner. Though my heart went out to John and Sarah, I was also very excited for White Sun. They are not only great musicians, but remarkable people, and represent all that music is about. Kindness, generosity, respect, hard work, and support. After the quote-unquote real Grammys, John, Sarah, Kathy, and myself go to a nearby downtown restaurant to grab a couple of beers before the telecast show. Sitting across from John at that table... I can only imagine at that time all that he must be going through. This roller coaster journey of emotions. But the surprising thing about John, even after all of this, he engaged in our conversation in a way that you would never have known that minutes before he was up for one of the world's greatest musical acknowledgements. This entire time, I had gotten a front row seat of what the whole process was like not only myself who submitted, but for John, an actual nominee. From the first round of voting, to being a nominee, to another round of voting, to experiencing the highs of the weekend, and in one moment, it's over. A couple weeks later, I click on my Facebook icon, and I see Sarah, with a smile on her face, holding up her hand, with a ring on her finger. Sarah and John are now engaged. In producing these last couple of episodes on John, it wasn't until the end until something occurred to me. This was never about an award, 
This was an entirely different story. This was a love story. John did, in fact, win the greatest award of them all. Love. That partner in life to always be there. Especially when the lows hit and you need that support. That voice of reason when a stranger comes into your life and says to you, you don't deserve this. I can only hope that person who sent that email is listening to this podcast. And I would like to say to that person, John does deserve this and much more. Who is John Burke? John is the fun part in all of us. He's the kid who still believes in dreams, the storyteller who will make you laugh, the guy you want to have a beer with on a Friday night talking about life, and the person who makes you feel better after you are done talking with him. Oh, he is also a Grammy-nominated artist. Thank you for listening to the Going Solo podcast. Check out goingsolo.me to see pictures of John and Sarah's journey. In the meantime, make sure your shoulders stay back and your chin stays high. God bless.